honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas. One state under God, one and indivisible. That's right, baby. Today is uh, March 2nd. We're actually recording a day early. And uh, this is actually Texas's birthday. Man, another one. Another one for the books. It's been a great year. Uh, speaking of great year or great years, year three of this podcast. I mean, where has the time gone? Seriously, time is just flying by. So today we're going to be taking a look back at some of the episodes that we've had in the past and just uh, reliving some of these good memories that we've had together. All right, Clyde, let the people know who they're listening to. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Heck of an intro, Martin. Well done. Mm-hmm. Had to. Oh, well, speaking of Clyde, it's his birthday this weekend. Clyde's birthday this weekend, huh? Shout out to you, Clyde. Happy mm. birthday, Clyde. Try and take a guess how old he is. Um, you put me on the spot here now. <laughs> Let's see. 55? Ooh, one off. One, okay. That's not bad. 56. 56. Happy birthday, Clyde. We love you. We thank you for your service to our show. Man, like I said, well done, Martin. That was thank fantastic. You, you. Uh, you got my hand over my heart while you were saying it. <laughs> and it's Texas's 187th birthday. 187th? 187th and the podcast's third Jeez. birthday. So, What a time to be alive. What a time to be doing a Texas-based podcast. Mm. Yeah, seriously. That, that lined up pretty, pretty well for us. It did. <laughs> didn't, didn't really plan that out. Right. But it's good. You want to jump into this question first? Yeah, question of the day. Okay. Um, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything that you're told? You want to go first or you want me to go first? It's, it's easy for me. Oh, okay, go ahead. I would lose the ability to lie. Oh, okay. I get it. There are some pros to be able to lie every once in a while. Yeah. But, man, I just hate lying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're on the other end of it. Yeah. And I'm a big, I'm oh, big definitely. Uh, advocate, proponent of treating others the way you want to be treated so if i don't want to be lied to i don't need to be lying to people so yeah. that's probably the one i would get exactly of. man look at you living by the golden rule <laughs> treat others the way you want to be treated i see you bro see this is why we're friends uh me i would do the same i would lose okay. the ability to lie um because i don't want to be gullible i feel like i'm already gullible mm. a lot of people tell me things and i just automatically believe them that's good um so i'm already living that life and that's not fun so <laughs> i yeah. think um losing the ability to lie is a lot better. Um, might even like steer you away from bad situations or awkward situations, yeah. right? Because you're like, oh, I don't want to lie to this person, so I guess I just won't do this thing or I won't hang out with this person anymore or something like that. So, you yeah. know, definitely. That's, that's a hard one, though. Yeah. I feel like a little bit. For sure. Uh, but yeah, lose the ability to lie. Because people, some people love lying, man. You know, <laughs> some people are all about lying. You know, and I'm just like, golly, I don't know how you get sucked into all that, but my, hey, more power to you if you want. You tell a lie, and then you have to tell oh. another lie to back up that lie, and you're right. just down a uh, horrible hill, and it's it's not going to end well. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, not going to end well. All right. Um. So something that we're not lying about is how much we love doing this podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, year three. Seriously, the time has gone by so quickly. For real. We've done so much, and 
plan on doing a lot more. Oh, yeah. um, we've had some pretty cool guests in the studio, got to know a lot of people who we really would not probably talk to um, if it wasn't for this. Uh, Greg is one, you know, simulation sports. That's pretty cool. And that whole um, industry in itself. Yeah. Um, Remy. Yeah. She came by and she was our first guest. Mm. I don't know if she was our first, first guest was Merced. Okay. She was like um, second or third. Yeah. One of the, one of the uh, pioneers, yeah, of the go. guests on the studio, <laughs> on the uh, podcast. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. You know, I don't think I ever would have sat down and talked to her like that yeah. and get to figure out um, more about her. Yep. Uh, so with it being year three, we thought we'd maybe look back yeah. at uh, some of the uh, previous episodes and just kind of look at where we are now. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at some of the analytics that uh, we've got for the podcast. Uh-huh. And I was looking at where we're popular. Um, like on the map and oh, you yeah. know, obviously it's going to be confined to like Texas cause that's a majority of what we talk about. Yeah. But it's interesting to see some of the other places that we're pretty popular in <laughs> and U uh, S obviously I didn't narrow this down to state or anything like that. I just kind of looked at the world map. U S obviously number one, top of the list, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> um, Norway coming in at number two. Okay. Shouts out to Norway. Appreciate that. I, I no, wonder you, who sis. that could be. <laughs> My sister, Melissa. I wonder Coming who through that for us. could be. Yes, sir. Um, then our neighbors up north in Canada. <laughs> they're coming in at third. Um, Germany. Not really sure how we got over there, but hey. I'm hey, my boy Bosti, man. Oh, Bosti. Boom. <laughs> yes. I Bosti forgot boom. about that. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, Bosti's over there in Germany bumping some uh, Red Pegasus podcast. I can just see him like cruising down the street, bumping the intro music. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and yep. then down in Australia, that one, uh, down under, yeah. that one kind of threw me for My boy Kangaroo Jack, dude. <laughs> Kangaroo <laughs> Jack, I guess so. <laughs> we got somebody everywhere, man. I honestly think maybe the Australia one maybe had something to do with the F1 talk. Oh, yeah. Maybe I don't know because I know my boy Daniel, he uh, he's from Australia, so maybe it was when we were talking about that. Yeah, hey, you um, never know. Sometimes them topics and words and stuff will catch algorithms in other places. And, true, and ride with it. Um, cool. So that's uh, the top top few countries that were in there. I thought that was pretty interesting. To you want to break down U.S.? You want to give out the top five states in the U.S.? Oh yeah, you got it pulled up. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So Texas, of course, coming in number one from. <laughs> States in the U.S., but Got could you take to. a guess on who's number two? Number two, California? No. Ooh. Um, number two, number two, <laughs> New Mexico? No. All right, then I don't know. Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> okay. <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, there is a new virus in my household every single week. I don't know if it's good that I'm sitting right across Hashtag from Hashtag daycare um, and toddlers and newborns. Me, oh my. Anyways, sorry about that. Number three state is California. Okay, there you go. Number goes. four state is Michigan. Ooh, okay. And number five state is New York. New York, Nuevo York. I can keep going if you want me to. You just want me to keep going down the whole list? Yeah. Washington, well. Hawaii, Missouri, District of Columbia. Okay, D.C. statistics for the D.C. 
Pennsylvania, Ohio, Maryland, Illinois, Oregon, Florida, Colorado, Oklahoma, Georgia, New Jersey, North Dakota, Massachusetts, Tennessee, Kentucky, Arkansas, Idaho, Arizona, Indiana, Minnesota, North Carolina, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Utah, South Carolina, Connecticut, Louisiana, Nevada, Vermont, Wyoming, Delaware, Iowa, Kansas, Mississippi, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. Unknown. Ooh. Unknown comes in there. Is that a territory? Guam or something? Yeah, right. I don't know. Well, there you have it. I just listed off all of the states in the U.S., so shout out to everybody out there. Shouts out. Supporting us across the country. Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, That's pretty cool. I didn't know. Uh, I, I heard Hawaii in there. I was like, okay, I see you. I see you people <laughs> in Hawaii bumping it. I see you, dog. <laughs> You do not go unrecognized. Um, some of the popular episodes that uh, were on the list. Um, so these are like most listened to? Yeah, most downloads. Most downloads, po- okay. Most downloads um, okay. The beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is the beginning. Funny how number that one. came up as number one as we're talking about year three. Um, when we had Seth on, the philanthropist. Oh, yes. Uh, he was number two. Yes. That was, uh, that was a raw and real conversation. That was man breaking news. It was good, yeah. Big news. Oh yeah, that was really good. Uh, Rebecca, our uh, friend from high school, yes. middle school. No, we trainer. didn't go to middle school with her, but yep. uh, high school. Yeah, personal trainer. Her yep. gym, Fit Fine Flex Gym. Yep. Uh, she's still out there doing her thing on still social media. Strong. I see her yep. posting constantly. She's always getting some new stuff and learning some new stuff because I think she's going back to school. She might. She might be done or close to done. Um, but yeah, um, the Valentine's shenanigans back in, uh, 2021. Dude, I think that was just episode two, right? <laughs> I think so. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that one came out, uh, and that's sitting at number four. Yeah. Uh, Remy Riley, local musician. We've yep. already talked about her. That was good. Uh, really good stuff. She's still out there doing her thing too. Make sure you go check her out. Welcome to Delaska. Oh, Ooh. Dude. This is, uh, some hard hitting, uh, stuff here. That's bringing back some uh, flashbacks and maybe some nightmares, some would say. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Then we have the This or That Texas edition. I don't remember when we did that one. That was a good one. Um, fairly early on, but I want to say within the first 20 episodes. Yeah. That was a good episode. And obviously, sitting up here at the top 10 or whatever this is, um, Merced. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a local filmmaker in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's still doing his thing, too. He's trucking. He's won so many awards yeah. for uh, Manos de Oro. For real. He's uh, working on a new one, um, The Morning Of, and uh, that one looks pretty good. He's yeah. got a pretty good list and pretty good crew on that one that he's already gathering up. And uh, one of my favorite ones that we did, the Dallas oh, yeah. Hot Chicken. That was a good pretty one. good. I think that was our first like food episode that yeah. we did. Yeah. That was, mm. We need to do another food episode. Yeah, we do. That H-E-B one, man. I still need those butter tortillas. <laughs> so good. I saw a new Lucky's Hot Chicken open up off of Lemon um, near Dallas oh, area. Yeah. Yep. Lemon in Oakland, I believe. Yep. Do Lucky's and Dave's, they're both blowing up still. They are. They're popping up everywhere. Yep. Like I, I've been driving around the northern suburbs, and there's just like Dave's in every city. Yeah. <laughs> And then also, Hattie B's is here now too. And I think they're going to be bringing more around the area as well. I don't think I've been there yet. I need to try it out. Have you been there? I've only been there, but in Nashville. Oh, okay. Pretty darn good. I haven't been to the one in Dallas yet. 
Yeah, I was. Uh, I took a trip. Uh, I went hunting recently. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Kill animals uh, for fun, bro. <laughs> Not for fun, bro. For meat, right? I, to survive, right? Uh, I don't one? know if you've been to the grocery store lately, but everything's pretty freaking expensive. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did not. Uh, sadly, the both times I went out, the way there were no, no pigs around. We're going, we're shooting pigs. Oh yeah, uh, wild pigs, and uh, there was nothing, nothing there oh, at any of the blinds that I was at. But a friend of mine who came with us, he actually got one. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I got me a shoulder and some back strap. Nice. Waiting to cook that, see uh, see uh, how that tastes. Yeah. Um, But anyways, on my way back from the Austin area back up to Dallas, I saw a whole bunch of signs for Dave's Hot Chicken. So oh, yeah. they're expanding. Yeah, they're going yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Um, so yeah, those are the top episodes that we've had. And uh, honestly, those are some pretty good episodes. I've noticed a lot of these are guests yeah which tend to be my favorite uh-huh yeah on the uh, podcast what about you yeah i'm with you i, I love like doing stuff about texas yeah um but i think guests are for sure yeah my favorite too yeah i do like um looking up stuff that's going on in the uh, dfw area like yeah st patrick's day or thanksgiving or anything like that but the guest is definitely my favorite just because I like talking to people and figuring out what they do. Yep. Stuff like that. Absolutely. And just, just having conversations, you know, you yeah. just think that needs to happen more and more, you know, you need to be put in a situation where you can converse, share opinions, share ideas, be able to listen, you know? So I think it's a, not only just fun to do, but great to have all in and around. So definitely we got some more coming up. We've got a lot of guests coming up. A little look ahead. A little look ahead. We've got a lot of guests lined up, and I'm excited. Um, old friend of yours, mainly, but I, I know him too. Yeah. We've got him scheduled. We're going to be talking about mental health with him. Yeah. And we've got another special guest who you might follow on social media. She's pretty popular. Yeah. And uh, really excited to sit down and talk to her about uh, what's going on in her life too. So exciting stuff. Yep. Exciting, exciting stuff. Absolutely. All right. Well, with that being said, year three is here, but it's also time to, you know, put it down and move forward. So we're going to move on to Texas's birthday. Yeah. Even though it was yesterday. A little shout True. out. A little shout out to the to the land we call home. The great state. Good old March second of eighteen thirty six makes us now hundred and eighty seven years old. I'm going to read this little excerpt here from the Texas Historical Commission posted on Instagram yesterday. On March 2nd, 1836, the Texas Declaration of Independence was passed unanimously in Independence Hall at Washington on the Brazos. Isn't that kind of funny how like it's like square one with like the the country It's like square one with America, you know, like. What are the odds that we have our Declaration of Independence signed on Washington in Washington, Texas? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> shouts out to the first president of our country. You know, now um, Texas gains its independence in Washington, Texas. Anyways, that's funny. Fifty-nine delegates elected from each Texas settlement at the time signed the six-page document in the simple wooden building found in Washington, Texas. It is a replica, but um, it is 
It is there, and you can visit it. Uh, the replica of Independence Hall stands in present-day Washington, part of a larger historical complex dedicated to interpreting the stories of the Revolution and Republic. You can visit at Old Washington, Texas on Instagram to get a unique insight into these lives and times. Or you can just go visit the area yourself in Washington, Texas. Which, you know where that is, Martin? I actually, dude, I just looked that up. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I was wondering, cause I was, I'm sure other people are also wondering where yep. Washington, Texas is. I don't think it's a place anymore. I don't think it's a city anymore. Oh, okay. It is a county though. Gotcha. And the county is like just Northwest of Houston. Okay. Uh, past Cypress, uh, past Hempstead, more near Brenham. So it's like halfway Burton. to college station. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of like a really small county. Okay. So between College Just Station south and of Houston. College Station, yeah. Okay. Nice. Definitely oh, driven cool. by there and didn't even know. <laughs> you were in Darn. Washington County and I had know. no idea. Darn. Maybe next time. Anyways, that's all I have. Shout out to Texas. Shout out. Happy birthday. Nice. Birthday. We need, to, we need to go back to Colorado and all those other states just north of us and get that land back, bro. For real. I mean, that, that little... <laughs> that, that little, little extra like, hook at the top left. Yeah. To extend extend the panhandle, <laughs> just about all the way to Canada. Yeah, that's probably why people in Can Canada are listening. They're like, yeah. bro, they were so they used to be so close to us, <laughs> yes. so we gotta we gotta listen in. That is exactly why they hear what they're saying. That is exactly it. Uh, so happy 187th birthday, Texas! Once again, we love you, we appreciate you, and uh, long live Texas! Come and take it. Absolutely, I honor the Texas. Yes. Um. Speaking of Texas. <laughs> Speaking of old. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Both of these. Funny how that lined up. It's yeah, almost right. like we did prep or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you want to take this off? Because I feel like you know yeah, I can uh, do that. a little more about this than I do. Well, today, Willie Nelson releases his 99th studio album. Mm. Now, when you say today, you actually mean today, Friday. Friday, Because, yes. again, we're recording Thursday. Yes, right. Friday. Yes. Okay. Yes. If, if you're listening live on this <laughs> Friday... Of the day of our Lord, <laughs> Willie Nelson releases his 99th studio Dude, album. 99. Let that soak in. Gosh. He has 143 total. Like live albums, any other albums he's been a part of. Yeah, yeah. But his own 99th studio album, that's crazy. And he's, and he's just about to turn 90 in April. April 29th is his birthday. Amazing. I don't know anything about love will be the title of the album feature 10 songs and you'll play some of those at a live event two nights down in New Braunfels. The guest appearance by ZZ top will be there in attendance as well. Mm. Wouldn't that be lit? Other Texas greats. Willie Nelson, ZZ top sharing a stage together for Willie's birthday. That's pretty cool. It's you're gonna like, it's gonna have this wonderful scent in the air. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Definitely will. Um, Willie will also be hosting a birthday bash at the Hollywood Bowl on his birthday, April 29th and 30th. That will feature performances by Beck, Charlie Crockett, Chris Stapleton, Casey Musgraves, Leon Bridges, Miranda Lambert, Nathaniel Ratliff, Neil Young, Roseanne Cash, Cheryl Crow, Snoop Dogg, wonder why, (laughs) the Avett Brothers, the Lumineers, Tyler Childers, and many more. That is amazing. Look at all those people just showing That's up. That's a lineup, to, dude. Yeah, just to play for his birthday. That is a lineup. And, you know, just because he wants to continue staying busy, because why not? 
He's releasing a five-part documentary um, that first aired at Sundance Film Festival this past January. So not sure when that's going to be releasing, but it will be coming soon if it's already um, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. So, man, he does not stop, dude. Even at 90 years old, 89, 90 years old. I wonder what uh, keeps him going so well. <laughs> That's a really good question. I do wonder what keeps him going. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, seriously, though, 90? He's about to turn 90. He's released his 99th studio album. I mean, I'm assuming the guy is still playing guitar, which is crazy because I, everyone knows when you get older, you you know, your muscles and your bones and your body just start to break down, sadly. Right. Yeah. And when you're playing guitar, especially an acoustic guitar, I mean, you got to like have a good amount of finger and forearm strength to like create these chords. So it's crazy right. how he's still able to um to play guitar like that. Yeah. My parents saw him live maybe 2 years ago. Really? Or maybe it was just before COVID. I don't know. These last 3 years are always a wash, right? <laughs> Dude, um, always. And yeah, he was I guess 85, 86 at the time. And he was just like, he would just sit up there and strum and like, he would try to sing. It was mainly more talking, singing kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, Kind of like Johnny Cash when he got older, he would just like start to talk, sing. Yeah. Um, And like, you could tell he would like get winded. So I can mm-hmm. imagine how he's doing now, you yeah. know? Like, got to take a lot of breaks. On and, that album. Or just start just doing instrumental versions of your songs. But nonetheless, still, I would kill to see him live. I don't care how old oh, he is. Oh, seriously. Right. Keep going, Willie. Yeah. Keep going. That's awesome, man. He really is doing a lot. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to mention the Luck Reunion. That's Willie Nelson's um, like festival? music festival that he puts on. Oh, wow. Down on his ranch. Yeah. That's on March 16th. So that's about during spring break time. Wow. You want to hear some? the Hollywood Bowl? Do you know? I can look it up real quick. I don't know off the top of my head. But the Luck Reunion... It's going to feature people like um, lots of Texas artists, usually. Um, but I see Spoon on here. I see the band of Heathens. I see Matthew Logan Vasquez, Bob Schneider, Dallas Burrow, Sir Woman, Wild Child, um, Shane Smith and the Saints. So. Lots of, um, I think the reason why he does this luck reunion is like highlight independent artists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like right up and coming artists. Yeah. Give them a platform to be able to play some live music. That's dope. And have lots of people come to it because it's Willie Nelson's festival <laughs> yeah. and lots of people go to it. So not uh, a whole lot of bigger names, but definitely great music that Willie d- approves of as well. Sure. But yeah, uh, you found you found the Hollywood Bowl? Yeah. Uh, this might blow your mind, but it's in Hollywood Hills. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. I don't know why I I see bowl at the end of it, and I thought it was like Tostito Bowl, like college football stadiums. And so I'm like, oh, where's Hollywood Bowl at? It could have been anything, knowing Willie. It could have been a bowl that he loves that he named Hollywood. Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. I mean, he he loves bowls, right? So (laughs) he loves bowls. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why he's going to California to celebrate his birthday, but hey, I guess. uh, More power to you. There's more. There are more reasons than one over there to go and celebrate a birthday. It's funny because I'm like, yeah, why would he go to California? And then I'm in the middle of that thought. And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Um, yo, big news. Uh, did you see this whole situation that's going on with Dallas Morning News and one of their reporters? I did. I have not read into it as much as I should have, but I did see the headline and I was like, whoa. Yeah, this is uh, pretty pretty crazy, honestly. Not going to lie. It's a little drama, which is my favorite, as everyone knows, my <laughs> trash TV. Um, from the outside looking in, though. Yeah, yeah, from from the outside. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. (laughs) Um, So this reporter, Megan Mangrum, I hope I get her name right. If not, I'm totally sorry. Sounds right. Um, She's a reporter that was recently fired by the Dallas Morning News. She's from Florida. She moved to Tennessee, has worked at a lot of news outlets there, and she made her way over to Dallas. that's why. She's... (laughs) Come on, exactly. How are you going to work for Dallas Morning News and you're not even from Dallas? Like, what do you expect? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she worked in Tennessee for a bit, came to Dallas, and she was with Dallas Morning News. So one weekend, she's heading out to American Airlines Center. She's a huge hockey fan. She's going to go see the Tampa Bay what ponies lightning? Lightning? Yeah, what up, ponies? Um, And uh, while she's on her way there, she sees a tweet from our very own mayor. Uh, Mayor Eric Johnson. Yeah. And uh, his tweet was about the local media and how the media is mainly focusing on all the bad stuff when it comes to crime in the city, but not so much on the good stuff that's happening, like lower crime rate and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, she responded to his tweet and uh, quotes, she said, quote, bruh, period. Oh, national news is always going to chase the trend, cultivate relationships with quality local news partnerships. Oh, and so that just kind of like did. And there are a whole bunch of other like reporters uh, going after m- the mayor as sure. well. Obviously, yeah. I mean, you know, he's dissing on uh, an industry. Of right. course, people in that industry are going to. He's asking for it. Going to defend themselves. Right. Uh, so after the weekend, she gets an email, a call, whatever, from meeting uh, with the HR okay. and the executive editor, I believe. Um, her name is Catrice Hardy, okay. if I mis- um, mispronounce that, I'm sorry. And yeah, they just said that they were letting her go. Um, and when she asked why, they said that it was because she called the mayor bruh. And they oh, were like, right? And they were asking her, like, is it because, like, did you say it basically because he is black? And she's like, no, that is not why I said that. She was like, first off, I'm a millennial. It's just part of my my vocabulary. If you look at my Twitter feed, I'm calling everyone bruh. And, like, it doesn't matter what race or skin color you are. Like, I'm using it all the time. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so they let her go, and so she's been upset. Uh, I think D Magazine reached out to her, and they, like, asked for her comment and stuff like that. Yeah. And now, dude, this is where it just keeps getting juicy and juicy. Now she has filed an open records request to see if there was any sort of communication between the mayor and Dallas Morning News and being like, yo, get this reporter out of here. There you go. And so now we're just all sitting back with our popcorn and our cup of so- <laughs> cup of uh, Dr Pepper, just waiting to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a, a race thing, and just kind of like, oh, you know, you said that. And obviously, with that being said, you can kind of assume that Megan is white. You don't have to assume she is white. Yeah. And so yeah, this whole thing just goes down. But I mean, it's just messed up. I mean, hey. it's freedom of speech. Okay? It's a tweet. Yeah, it's a tweet. 
All right, come and he on. He originally took it to Twitter as well. Like, yeah, exactly. If he can slam something, she has every right to do it back. Not only are you putting your comment out there in the public, but you're also the mayor. You're a public figure. You're going to face criticism no matter what. Like yeah. you gotta have thick skin for that. Dude, if the mayor contacts you and tells you that you need to kick me off this podcast because of what I just said, that's messed up, all right? And I'm opening a records report. I want to know everything there was. Uh, but no, man, this is getting juicy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first off, she has a great point. I she mean, does. We're, we're millennials, that's just how they speak, you know? <laughs> There's nothing racist about it. I bet if she would use the word buddy, she still would have been fired, you yeah. know? And that's not yeah. racist at all. Like, bro just means like, brother look oh brother yeah. listen yeah. you know what i mean that's really <laughs> yeah. all it means like yeah listen to me you know so i don't i don't understand them how about give it the times either. maybe their executives or the editor editor-in-chief is just way too f- far out yeah way too elder to Ooh. understand kind of what's going on here yeah, yeah, yeah but man clearly not racist but you know maybe they had to find any kind of way which is why she did the open records request. They had to find yeah. any kind of excuse to, yep. to, to fire her go. for it. And of course, using the racist card is more than not valid these yeah. days. I feel like we're always jumping to some sort of excuse or, you know, jumping to the harshest of the harsh when it's just like she just simply used the word bruh. Yeah. And even if, okay, even though that's may, that may not be professional, but... You know, because she's a reporter and he's the mayor and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's freedom of speech. I mean, she has the right to say what she wants to say. Like, right. just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that she needs to be getting in trouble for it. Right. You know, just, yeah. It's just uh, all kinds of messed and up. She is a reporter. And. Yeah. I don't are, think anyone should get fired for whatever they say online. I mean, that's their own business. The the job of reporters is to hold government officials accountable. Exactly. That's That's part of it, so. She's doing her job, and if you mess with her, here she goes. She's going to take it to all the other Dallas platforms yep. once she gets that open records request, and she's going to report that on their platforms. <laughs> yeah, blow up DMN. <laughs> yep. I'm not a. I'm not. I don't work for them or anything. So trust me. Yeah. She could very well do that. Just kidding. Yeah. I, do. I love you, Dallas Morning News. Please don't let me go. <laughs> Please don't let me. Go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's getting juicy. So I'm, I'm waiting to see what these uh, records and show, if anything. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. We're just throwing some stuff out there, but. Everyone's sitting back to see. I think I saw this on social media. Someone posted about it. And I was just like, what? They fired her because she used the word bruh. Is it all deleted now? Uh, The whole tweet thread? Yeah. I don't know, actually. If it's not, I'm going to go retweet it now on our account (laughs) with like the side eyes. Like, ooh. (laughs) Ooh, hey, chill. You you use the word bruh. Better chill. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. So while Darian looks that up, how about we give you a nice message about our sponsor? We shouted out to Crossbar Soccer and Beer in Richardson, Texas, where you chill and play every day. They have men's leagues, co-ed leagues, and pickup every night of the week. It's obviously the spot for playing Fun indoor soccer, but you can also consume some of the best beers featured across our beautiful Metroplex and the greater state overall while hanging out with friends and family. They have TVs to watch whatever you'd like. Typically sports is on, but they take requests. Um, you can play video games there. Usually have FIFA tournaments going on. And then they have fun lawn games like cornhole, spike ball, and horseshoes, things like that. 
Crossbar and Richardson has been featured on Fox 4, Dallas Morning News, Dallas Sites, and of course yours truly, the Red Pegasus Podcast. Got to throw them in there. So if you're unaware now, have you been living under a rock? Go check them out and then follow them on socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at crossbar.dallas. Chill and play every day or just visit their website for all the information at crossbardallas.com. Then, of course, your boys got to drop their stuff here. While you're at it, follow us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram at Red Pegasus Pod. Facebook, you can um, follow along in our page or join in with the group and interact. We still have merchandise at the link in all of our bios via Teespring. And don't forget to rate, review, download the podcast, whatever platform you listen to. Smash those buttons everywhere you listen on every device and keep up with us. It's the best way you can support our little engine that could, our independent podcast. We appreciate all the love. Then most importantly, share the podcast friends and family. Maybe you know someone who just moved here is wanting to know what's going on in around town. We got you covered. The Red Pegasus Podcast. The amazing team that calls themselves the Dallas Mavericks. For the first time in franchise history, the Dallas Mavericks have won the NBA championship. Another sports update from yours truly. It is March, which mm. isn't that crazy? <laughs> Already. Already this quickly. <laughs> what is going on? Dude, the shortest month of the year had all four seasons. Did you recognize that in February? I did not. It had 80 degree weather. It yeah. had ice storm. Locked yeah. us down for four days. <laughs> it had plenty of spring because my allergies were in full effect. It had a little bit of fall weather there. Yeah. Breezy 60s. You're breezy right. 50s. Yeah. Crazy, man. That is crazy. Shortest month of the year. Had all four seasons. Texas. Anyways, we played the music. Sports. Right. March Madness is here. That's what made me get on that tangent. March is here, which means March Madness is here, which means the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments are set to begin on March 14th. 5 p.m. is the first game. goes all the way until Monday, April 3rd. Championship game. Big 12 represents, you know, Texas, so we like to highlight them a little bit. They're set to have the most teams represented in the tournament. Of course, this is just expected predictions. May not be true, but at the moment it is. Expected that there will be eight teams in the tournament from the Big 12, four of those teams being in the top 10 overall, which means there'll be a one, two, or three seed. Those consist of Kansas, Baylor, Texas, and Kansas State. The remaining Big 12 teams expected to make the tournament are Iowa State, TCU, West Virginia, and Oklahoma State. So lots, lots of uh, Texas rolling out in the tournament. So um, best of luck to them. And of course, we're going to get some bracketology going through ESPN's app. We'll get uh, Mm -hmm. a league opened up for that. Maybe we'll play some money, play for some money. Maybe we won't. Okay. We'll see. But um, follow us along on the socials to be seeing that and see the invite for that. Uh, Because it will be coming within the week. Um, How about a Mavs update? Currently recording on a Thursday, like we've mentioned. Uh, They do have a game tonight, so we'll see how that goes. But prior to tonight, man, it's looking rough. Not good, right? Not good. The games where Luka and Kyrie have played. Granted, they were both starting All-Stars. Mm-hmm. which means they're both top 10 players in the league. We're one in four. 
<laughs> Come on. One in four. It's the chemistry. They just still, yeah. they still need to work on yeah. the chemistry. Yeah, that's that's hopefully that's really all it is. Um, but all those four losses have been in the, in crunch time at the very end. Oh, and really? the losses have been like within two or three, four points. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, yeah, like you mentioned, getting that chemistry set and finding the, the, the right page to, to turn, especially at the end of the game, man. That shouldn't be happening. And man. then Texas Rangers, spring training, kicking off. Boy, oh boy. Baseball season's right around the corner. Uh, your new look Rangers are on the rise. New manager, Bruce Boshi, should be pretty darn good. He's, a, he's won the World Series three times before. Uh, one of the best pitchers in the league, Jacob DeGrom. We got him on our squad now. He's on the good guys. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's in full effect. But I do want to mention this. MLB rules. MLB came out with some new, improved rules mm-hmm. to help speed up the process of games mm-hmm. because they feel like they're losing the younger generation yeah. because these games take so long. They do take forever. Yeah. Dude. Like the average game was like three hours and 10 minutes last season and the season before. Dang. Which they've already taken steps to try and shorten that. It didn't really work. This year, they have a pitch clock and a batter's box clock. Like, if you don't get back in the batter box to wait for the pitch quick enough, you're going to get an automatic strike. And mm. it's already been, they've, these umps have already been enforcing it. Yeah. So, like, they'll start the, the, their, their bat with being a strike down because they took too long to get in the box. <laughs> or they'll step out, you know, and like readjust the gloves or take a couple swings. Yeah. Don't get back in the box quick enough, strike. And, um, in fact, one of the games has already ended with that rule. I, d- um, I think I did see it. It wasn't a Rangers. I don't think it was a Rangers game, but it was some other spring training game. They lost the game because he didn't get back in the box quick enough and Gosh. called third strike, three outs, you're done, bottom of the ninth, walk off, new MLB rule. No, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so, so far, in, across all of the spring training games, they've been able to get these games down to two and a half hours. Oh, that's a pretty nice drop. That's an average. So that's pretty good. There could be some two hours and fifteen minute games out there. So, um, so far it's working very well. Um, and still going to, to the ninth inning. Yeah. Yep. Compared to how it's been with the new rules, so we'll see how it goes. But hopefully, we can grasp the attention of the younger generation and keep baseball going as America's pastime, man. So nice. We'll see how it continues to go, but hopefully, um, these early better results. Continue on. Yeah, definitely. I wish I could get into baseball, but that's one of the issues. It's it yeah. takes too long. Yep, it takes too long. And especially if you're watching on TV, you're gonna be doing something else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm even guilty of that. Like it's background noise for me during yeah. baseball season. I just throw it on every night, go do my thing. I'll come back every once in a while. I'll hear the crowd screaming. I'll like run to the TV. <laughs> Other than that, I'm doing my own thing, and I'll check the score as I go. You know, so um, yeah. Hopefully, this does speed it up and. Hopefully we can get some more butts and seats and eyes on the TVs because uh, it is America's pastime and we got to keep it that way. Mm. So much history, so much richness within this, this sport, which is why I adore it so much. Uh, it doesn't make it my favorite, but I got to respect its, uh, <laughs> its longevity So in this history, man. It's so cool. Anyways, that's all I have for sports. Hopefully that was quick and short I actually and got some sports stuff. Oh. Go for it. Oh, okay. Hit me. Uh, today is the first, uh, uh, well, this weekend, I guess, is the first uh, Grand Prix of the Formula One. Oh. Uh, races. Uh, starting off in Bahrain. 
so when March you say, 3rd through the 5th. March 3rd through 5th. Okay. So when you say first, like, doesn't, I thought their season ran all year long. No. They, okay. uh, they have off seasons too. Okay. So they go from like March to sometime in the summer, I think maybe even until August. Oh. And they have like a summer break. Okay. And they're off for like a couple of weeks or a month or something. And then they come back and finish, finish around November. Okay. And then they start, that's the off season okay. until March again. They start working on racing and so stuff. So they get like December, that. January, February. That's like their legit off season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, 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 yeah, the last couple of days of February mm. were their like testing time. So like trying to figure out the car and okay. figuring out the aerodynamics and whatnot. But, uh, the first race is this weekend, Bahrain, March 3rd through the 5th. Um, you've got like practice sessions, you've got the sprints, which is on and qualifying, which is on Saturday. And then the race day is always Sunday. So the 5th Dang. will be the rest day. And a couple of future dates to look out for just in case. Um, May 5th through the 7th is the Miami Grand Prix. Oh, nice. That's going to be here, obviously, in the U.S. The next one will be October 20th through the 22nd, and that's in Austin. Nice. And the new one that they just added to the calendar is November 16th through the 18th. That's the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Oh, nice. And uh, that'll be a pretty cool one. That's another new course that no one's... So last year, they had Miami, which was a new course. Yeah. No one knew the layout, so it was fun to see. Oh, yeah. This year, they're going to have the Las Vegas Grand Prix um, sponsored by Heineken. Nice. And that one's a brand new one. They've got a straight that's just down the strip of Las Vegas. So you'll see all oh, the wow. hotels that's and the cool. fountain and stuff. That's That'd awesome. Be pretty cool. Again, that's November 16th through the 18th. So nice. Couple of U.S. dates to look out for them in case you uh, want to catch any of those. And of course, you can catch just about all those here at Crossbar. I'm yeah. sure they'll be playing a lot of those uh, Grand Prix races here yes, as well. Absolutely. Dude, it's blowing up over here. It is. If every year they got a new track coming. Yeah. That's crazy. I am watching season five of the Drive to Survive documentary. Oh, yeah. I saw they released a new season of that. Yep. They always do it right before the se- the new season starts. And okay. it's pretty good, man. I love it. Of course, they. it's a Netflix show. It's a documentary slash a drama. So, like, they're making up a lot of the drama. Yeah. But at the same time, like, some of the drama that they have is also real um, but it, it's pretty cool to see. And I think it was the CEO of Formula One or, or someone. Um, I just finished the episode where they raced in Miami and he was like, yeah, you know, America's an untapped market. Like we're barely scratching the surface. I, I think F1 can be pretty big here. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Nice, dude. More, maybe some more uh, Grand Prix around yeah. the area. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, cool. So that was a sports update. Nice and quick. I'm ready for that March Madness. We'll have to get that bracket started. Yes. For show and uh shouts out to all the Texas schools. Hopefully you guys um uh, pull through. Yes, sir. All right. Uh wanna move on to Suggs and Rex? Let's do it. You wanna go first or you want me to go first? I'll take it. I'll be short okay. and sweet here. Okay. It's a song called No Longer Bound. Mm. Um, by a young up and coming star. His name's Forrest Frank. He's like, I don't know. I don't really want to put him in a box in a genre box, you know, so to speak. Yeah. But do you know the artist Jake Gyllenhaal? 
No. Jake, he sings um, Golden Hour, blew up on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like that. You know, oh, okay. where he can sing and he can rap. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a mix between singer, songwriter, rapper kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but solid. Feel good song, upbeat song, and it jams. So um, check it out. You never flake in the car winner. I just came to borrow with the gold winners. Fast forward, turn to a road runner. Spirit caught me here, go get it. Share blood, give me lemonade on this cold bin. Always uh. send me turning, always chasing after Vicky on. Took me to his finding any piece that chose me I've got a new song as well. This one just came up on my Friday release or oh, yeah. the radar playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Um, the world is by Blue and Exile. So the name of the song is The World Is. Somebody once told me that I'm already in hell. Freedom's a state of mind, it's just the heart of me's in hell. I free my slave mind, so a part of me's in hell. So even when it's hard to breathe, a part of me in hell. So part of me, you gotta try hard to be yourself. You can't get to heaven being anybody else. And I was raised by. It's got a nice funk funky feel to it. Nice use of like samples from other songs and like mashing them together. Uh, nice. kind of has like a throwback rap feel, kind of like Beastie Boys type vibe. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, where he's just kind of like flowing over a simple beat. I like that. But it's pretty good. Uh, the World Is by Blue and Exile. Dude, cool. I like that kind of stuff. I'll definitely check that out. Kind of like a 80s, 90s version of like a funky rap song. Um, Funk hip hop. Yeah, I would probably say, yeah, like 90s. Because, you know, all that was just like samples, probably, beat yeah. samples. And yeah, then yeah, like yeah, just sampling music. Almost would like freestyle over but like it. like an, an actual DJ. Yeah, yeah. Who can like right. actually scratch and spin records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. And like I said, it's just one of those where like you can bob your head to it, but the yeah. guy is like spitting facts yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, cool. Nice. Man, those jams. Why you say actual DJ? You like trashing on today's DJs or something? I mean, when you're picking, <laughs> when you're double clicking on a song on your Spotify <laughs> playlist compared to someone who's actually, you know, uh, trying to look through uh, vinyls and figure out which yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of dashing. I'll follow I'm you. I'll follow I'm just you. Playing. Just D- playing. No hate, no hate, the no DJs hate. DJs today have, have it easy, man. <laughs> have it very easy. <laughs> Touch um, stuff. <laughs> but yeah, check that out. And that'll be uh, a good one to listen to. With a pretty good message, too. Okay. A very good message. I like that. I'll check it out for sure. All right. With that being said, I need to go get Texas its birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you said you were getting the candles. Yes. Um, so with that being said, I guess we're out of here. We got to go celebrate. And we need Willie's lighter. Oh, like the candles. That's right. That's right.